Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I hate to break it, you're not the same as anyone here. But we can take it, we're short of brown around, or we're queer. I've got a feeling we are onto something here. Deborah Francis White. And this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we pillage the globe for the oddest possible custom sayings and rituals of the human race and realise that most of what separates us from the animals is anxiety and superstition. And in general, dogs are having a nicer time. As we have no dogs here today, let's meet the teams instead. On my left, playing for Chicago Hopeless, Sadia Azmat and Sarah Barron. And on my right, playing for Frantesticu, Francesco De Carlo and Jessica Fosterq. Um, so first of all, Sadia Azmat, what makes you diverse? Um, I have a nut allergy. <laughs> <coughs> and I'm brown. And I'm from East London. Yeah, that's a triple threat. And I'm a virgin. No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> Sarah Barron, how are you diverse? So I'm diverse because I'm American, mm. which I know, I know. No, no, I heard some cheers. Are there other? No, I, I heard the booze. Uh, and I just want to say that paranoia. when you guys come over to our side of the pond, we're all like, "Oh my God, you guys are so smart, and you love Shakespeare and the Beatles." And then we come over here, and you're like, "Another one." <laughs> so I'm dealing with that all the time. I'm diverse also because I have a seven-month-old baby at home, which. I don't want to get the gentlemen and the lesbians too sexually aroused so early in the show, but I am currently wearing maternity jeans and a nursing bra. What? And um, I have basically all of the movie Pretty Woman memorized, which means my son is going to be just a 
great man <laughs> when he grows up. Can I do a little quote and see if you can... Yeah. You know. I, I think this is the way it goes. Okay. They settle on $3,000 for the week. Uh-huh. And then she turns around and says, I would have done it for two. I would have paid four. Yes! <laughs> That's right. Watching <laughs> a film of dubious feminist origins. <laughs> yeah. uh, why is your team called Chicago Hopeless? Well, I'm from Chicago, and we're, we were both chatting before, and oh, we think... Oh, God, I thought we're... you were going to say Insadia is hopeless. We're both losers. We're like, we're going to lose because we're losers. So we're going to win because we're going to win at losing. Yeah. Okay. Frantesticue, which I'm going to have to say all show. Why are you called Frantesticue first? Well, Francesco and Fosticue combined. Sounds a bit like testicles. And therein lies a small comedy element. (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel about that, Francesco? Yes, in Italy, we talk a lot about it. (laughs) <laughs> and about this word which means testicle in Italian as well oh really oh, well there what we go it? and there our cultures are like aligned as one yeah. <laughs> Jessica how are, you, how are you how are you diverse I am from a very small village in the west country I also have uh, I'm basically here booked after Sarah to um, make it the first ever panel show that's got two Lactating new mothers. <gasps> oh, on the how old is your baby? Just one. One. So you're yeah. both lactating currently. Yeah, That's right now. In, right now. In a way, for the sake of diversity, if, if I'd known that, I wouldn't have booked both of you. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Um, and I, at all, if I was American, yeah. I would open all of my gigs and shows by saying, "Hi, I'm so pumped to be here." <laughs> <laughs> Express pump to express. Oh my gosh! Oh, it's that's a pun. Very clever. It's a pun about yeah, um, yeah, breastfeeding. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Great news. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. One lady's put her hand up to say that she's got it, and I want to thank you. Can I just say this is? I can categorically say this without research. This is the very first British comedy panel show with more lactating women than men. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is definitely true. <laughs> Francesco, mm. how are you diverse? I don't breastfeed, first of all. <laughs> first of all. Limited lactation, <laughs> sure. And I come from Europe, which is... The we God. all come from Europe until soon. Like, not South yes. South, not yet. We're from Europe, we're from Europe. It's the continent you don't like, you know, yeah. anymore. <laughs> so I come from there and I don't speak English very well. So you will notice how diverse I am (laughs) during the panel show. Uh, Listen, you are doing a lot better than I would do on an Italian comedy panel show already. Not me. Um, Mi chiamo Sara. La mela. That means, uh, my name is Sarah. The apple. Yes, which doesn't mean anything. (laughs) Why, Why do you introduce yourself to Italian men as an apple? So it sounds like take a bite out of me to me. See. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, Francesco, Francesco. Trotta ai ferri. That's all I can say in Italian. It's grilled it's trout. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about food. I'm Deborah Francis White, and I'm diverse because I'm hosting a comedy panel show, and I'm a lady person. Um, making sure none of these facts are too much fun, please welcome in Pedant's Corner our lovable doctrinaire, Ned Sedgwick! <laughs> on keyboard and vocals, the soddingly talented Mark Hodge. Uh, Ed 
Edmund Heathcote Sedgwick, what makes you diverse? Fuck's sake, you had to call me my full name. Edmund Heathcote Sedgwick. I was about to go into my spiel about how I'm one-eighth Indian, you know, and then everyone always says, well, probably imperialist family. And it's like, oh, fucking hell, they weren't. They really weren't. I can speak Burmese. Oh, could you yeah. do us a little bit of Burmese now? Mingalaba, uh, Nekobade. Oh, what does that mean? Is that does it that? Oh, oh, I'm hello. Sarah. I'm an apple. <laughs> <laughs> it means hello. My name is Ned. Oh. So I can speak a lot of Burmese. Could you say you're an apple? Yes, probably, but not. I don't want to show off. Right. Sure. <laughs> uh, Mark Hodge on keys. What makes you diverse? I, I'm now seriously running out of ways to say this, but um, I was speaking to our um, illustrious producer and he asked me what I was doing down in Brighton. I said, well, one of the jobs I did was I was the piano player for the Brighton Gay Men's Chorus. And he said, Mark, every word in that sentence means gay. (laughs) (laughs) To his eternal credit. So so our producer's fired from this inclusive... comedy panel show. On every episode of Global Pillage, our hive mind literally makes music out of their many and diverse heads under the leadership of our maestro Mark Hodge. Take it away, Mark. Right, I've actually got the first note because um, our illustrious recording engineer, Chris, his surname is Sharp, so his name is actually C Sharp. (gasps) So to dedicate... We are going to start with C Sharp, which is going to cause all kinds of problems for me shortly, but that's not something you need to worry about. I need a letter from A to G. F-sharp. Ooh, hello. Okay. Two F-sharps at the same time. That's two musical people in, isn't it? Ooh, I've got a perfect cadence. And another one. Ooh. And now we're Dramatic. writing Beethoven. <laughs> That's today's jingle. You wrote that, Hive Mind. You wrote that. What are the scores, please, Ned? What are the scores, please, Ned? I love it. That's the best one we've had for obvious reasons. Our first round is on tourism. All teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in with a correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. In 2007, Scotland spent £125,000 on a new slogan to attract tourists. What was that slogan? Chicago Hopeless. Free drinks. (laughs) Free drinks. Scotland, free drinks. That definitely would attract tourists. Uh, Frantesticue. Come and see if the monster really exists. No, we're not talking about Nicola. (laughs) (laughs) Or uh, not Aggies anymore. Not haggis For, anymore. Forever. Like, not haggis anymore forever. Not haggis anymore forever. £125,000, please. <laughs> not haggis anymore forever. Our uh, hive mind. What was the slogan they spent £125,000 on? Welcome to Scotland. Welcome to Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> OK, that's answer number one. Anyone Come got... before we go. I'm not sure I understand that. Visit before they get independence. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Oh, that's really good. So we've got Welcome to Scotland or Come Before We Go. Anything else? Why not? Why not? (laughs) Scotland, why not? (laughs) All right, audience, if you think it's Why Not, buzz now. If you think it's Come Before We Go, buzz now. If you think it's Welcome to Scotland, buzz now. You are correct, it's Welcome to Scotland. That cost them 125 grand. Did you know that? You did know it. How did you know that? 
Oh, it was on another quiz, then shut the fuck up. <laughs> Mitch, do you know anything more about this? I do, and I didn't get it from BBC Quiz of the Week. Um, they spent a lot of money coming up with new slogans for the cities as well. Edinburgh's is UNESCO's first city of literature, which really brings in the tourists. Um, Aberdeen's was a city of discovery, presumably because tourists have never discovered it. And Glasgow didn't have one. <laughs> They prepared one for 2014 for when it hosted the Commonwealth Games. This was in 2007. So for seven years, it was just irrelevant. It was just Amazing. like Glasgow, dead silence. Yeah. <laughs> just an ellipsis. Yeah, come back in seven years, maybe. Come back yeah. in seven years, yeah. Now, what was unusual about the 720,000 leaflets Birmingham City Council used to promote civic pride? Chicago Hopeless. The ISIS logo on the <laughs> ISIS logo. This is Birmingham. Accidentally used the ISIS logo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was unusual about the seventy-two thousand leaflets? Had they made them out of human skin, but used <laughs> lots of people from all over the world's different types of skin? Oh, had they done a full <laughs> Hannibal Lecter? Uh, <laughs> was it uh, Welcome to Birmingham? Civic pride slash nice Chianti. Um, hive mind. Did they spell it wrong? Did they spell Birmingham wrong? Or, or a Civic pride. Civic prod. <laughs> Did they spell it wrong? Civic prod. Anything else, hive mind? It was all white men. All white men. What on the picture? All white men on the picture. Not a picture of Birmingham. <laughs> what was the Warwick. picture of if it wasn't of Birmingham? Glasgow. A, pic <laughs> a picture of Glasgow, not Birmingham. Okay, so if you think it was they spelt something on it wrong, like civic prod, uh, buzz now. If you think the picture was of all white men, buzz now. If you think the picture was wrong, buzz now. This is correct. The design showed the skyline of Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> I would give four points. I would give four points, but they said the picture wasn't of Birmingham, and it was of Birmingham, just a wrong Birmingham. I said, Hashtag popularity points for Nedent's Corner. I'm a patriarchy for a reason. I'm meant to be booed. So. Meant to be booed. That could be a good T-shirt for you. Yeah. Meant to be booed. Generally in life. Made to be booed. Yeah. <laughs> Born to be booed. That's good. That's yeah. strong. I think we've got there. 125,000 pounds, please. <laughs> what are Chinese tourists referring to when they talk about the special skirt party? Scotland. <laughs> Scotland, yes. Uh, Chicago hopeless. Geishas. Geishas. Orgies. Orgies. Okay, what's your final answer? Orgies. Orgies. It should always be your final answer. I don't want to say it, but... Francesco, I can hear your workings there. Yes, but I think the best that we can have is special... Her answer. Thank you, confidence in it, Francesco. Yeah, yeah. The Italians are famous for it. Hive mind, what are the Chinese tourists referring to when they talk about the special skirt party? Cross-dressing. Brexit. Morris dancing. Morris dancing. If you think they're talking about cross-dressing, buzz now. 
you think it's Brexit buzz now, if you think it's Morris dancing buzz now, Frantesticue was closest. It's the Highland Games. Yes! I knew it. I knew it. William Wallace, uh, yes. but in fact you only had half the answer, Braveheart. There, oh, it was no. the Highland Games. But that's so close. <laughs> Ned Sedgwick, how close is it? Is it I'm going to want to get booed again, but I don't know when we started giving points for closeness. Yeah. It, seems, it seems to be a recent thing. The um, closest answer wins. Well, given I was harsh on the hive mind, I have to be harsh on you. Never mind, let's move on. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the end of the round. What are the scores, please, Ned? What are the scores, please, Ned? What are the scores? Thanks, Mark. Um, Chicago Hopeless are hopeless with no points. Frantesicu have five points. And the Hive Mind have 15 points. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The next round is everyone's favorite round. Idioms! What is the meaning of this foreign phrase which we have literally translated into English? Fingers on buzzers. In Thai, they say, take ears to the field. Take eyes to the farm. What do they mean? Frantesticue. Before you go to work, don't leave your face at home. (laughs) Before you go to work, don't leave your face at home. Just remember, if you're one of the lizard people, put your face on. If you work on a farm, don't just turn up there as your usual lizard. Take Chicago Hopeless. Be one with nature. Be one with nature. Mm. Uh, hive mind, what does this mean? Uh, take years to the field, take your eyes to the farm. Revise or study? Uh, revise for exams. It's a revision-based idiom. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Like be in the moment. Be in the moment. Be there with your ears and your eyes. And so be mindful. 
Okay, all right. Revise for exams, Basnal. Oh, not even the person who said it. Lost confidence. Or be in the moment, Basnal. In fact, it is don't worry about it. If you're a farmer, it's fine to go to work naked. <laughs> Ned, do you know any more about that? <laughs> so, Hivemind is arguing that that means be in the moment. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Oh, do you? Yeah. Hivemind oh. have points! Yeah. It's nicer being cheered than booed. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you that much. So true. Yeah. A quarter, can we get a quarter of a point for B1 with I, I think it's a, a very different measure. thing to not worry about something and to be in the moment. And B1 We were closer, right? yeah. I don't yeah. know, I feel... You can not care at all about something if you're not worried about it. Um, being in the moment is being really present and focused in the now. It is one way of looking at it, but it's not the way I'm looking at it. <laughs> in Croatia, they say, the pussycat will come to the tiny door... What do they mean? The pussycat will come to the tiny door. Chicago, hopeless. Size doesn't matter. Size doesn't matter. Size doesn't matter. The pussycat will come. Uh, Francesticu. Uh, it's similar to the, the other one, but it's more about that because we have the similar expression in Italy. It means that uh, short people are better. <laughs> yeah, right. Which is more specific. What, can I, what's the expression in Italian that means short people in are better? The, how do you call where the wine is the bigger... Vat, wine vat. The wine, yeah. Uh, in a little vat, there is the better wine. Oh. Yes. <coughs> how lovely that the Italian idiots yeah. are all about wine. <laughs> but we say the same for tall women, so, <laughs> or, or say, men. What do you say about tall women? The, better, the, the best wine is the, in the bigger... Oh. <laughs> No, 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 I'm joking, I'm joking. Just, See, you have one expression that says the best wines in small vats and the other expression says best wine in tall vats. You know, Those like, idioms cancel each other out, Francesca. No, just like wine, this is the, the point. Just like Whatever it is, okay. Yeah, okay, all right. Uh, so good, good things, uh, short people are better. Size doesn't matter. That doesn't necessarily refer to short people, to be fair. Yeah. Hive mind, what does it mean? The pussycat will come to the tiny door. You get what you deserve. You get what you deserve. Good things coming. Good things come in small packages. Um, you can lead a horse to water. You can't lead, a drink. lead a horse to water. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? You're saying lots of other idioms now. Yeah. Uh, no use crying over spilt milk. Uh, if, if, if you are a mouse, invest in some big-ass doors. <laughs> if you're a mouse, invest in big-ass doors. Okay. All right. So if you think it's... If you're a mouse, invest in big-ass doors. Buzz now. If you think it's lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Buzz now. If you think it's... Uh, good things come in small packages. Buzz now. And if you think it's you get what you deserve. Buzz now. Um, it's similar to that. It's what goes around comes around. Yeah. So you that's what you get what you deserve. Ten points. Ten points for the high five. Why? How does that mean what goes around comes around? The pussycat comes to the tiny door. Because I think it means that the cat always comes back to where it's meant to be. So, like, even though cats are slight arseholes, they always come back. And they, like, we always come home. Uh, this is a lot of research went into that answer. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think cats are assholes. I have two cats, which I think they're both absolutely yeah. adorable. I mean, they don't treat me well. It's no. an abusive relationship for sure. <laughs> um, in Kazakh, 
They say, I see the sun on your back. What does that mean? Fantastically. That you go to the beach topless and naked. <laughs> <laughs> so you attend yes. everywhere. Right. It means you're a naturist. Yes. <laughs> I, I think that perhaps as an alternative, um, does it mean I'm talking to the god um, Atlas? Ah, I'm talking to the god Atlas. And, the... and you've got the earth on your front in your hands and the sun on your back and probably the moon in your bum bum. <laughs> I thought Atlas had the earth on his back. Yeah. <laughs> and the sun's normally near it. Keep right. It okay. Is that your final answer? It's very hard to, to find a compromise now because I was talking about... Sure. Will you guys work people. it out and I'll throw to Chicago hopeless? So we're thinking that maybe it's said in a sarcastic tone of voice. Mm -hmm. We can see that, well, I can see the sun, and it means that you have a hairy back. Ah, oh, hairy back. Well, I can see the sun on your back, and like, because they can't, it's so hairy. Oh, it's a sarcastic way of claiming someone's hairy. Yeah. High five. <laughs> Do you have anything better by which I mean anything at all? Uh, you work too hard. You're lazy. Uh, Work too hard, you're lazy, so that's the opposite. You walk away from good fortune. Walk away from good fortune. Oh, yeah, I've been thinking over here. You think I'm just going to work out the next jingle? Walk away from good fortune. You're two faced. Being late. You're late. Okay. I'm behind you. season. I'm behind you. So if you think it's you work too hard, buzz now. If you think it's your lazy, buzz now. Walk away uh, from good fortune, buzz now. You're two-faced, buzz now. You're late, buzz now. I'm behind you, buzz now. Okay, so you went for your work too hard. In fact, it means you're a lifesaver. Oh, I can see the sun on your back. Ned, can you explain? Yeah, it's just like I can see... It's like the sun shines out of your ass. It's like ah. you're... Um, <laughs> Very good, very good. Mm -hmm. And it's the end of the round! Watch the scores. Watch the scores. Let Chicago Hopeless have no points. Frantesticu have five points, and the Hive Mind have 35 points. The next round is the team's round. A member of each team has come prepared with a question, assuming they check their messages. Based on their cultural family background. Audience, if one of you has a question for one of the teams, that would be grand. Uh, so, Frantesticu, what is your question for Chicago Hopeless? Okay. In the town Falciano del Massico, near Naples. I feel this might be from Francesco's <laughs> culture. Yes. Yeah, but I'm reading it out because I haven't got any culture. Right, so fair enough. I get yeah. Yeah. allowed no, to read it out. Yeah. And it means I get to say that sexy place name again. In the town Falciano del Massico, near Naples, what has the mayor asked the local people to stop doing? They've banned, like, sex. Ah, they've banned sex. That would be tricky to legislate. Especially in Italy. Flushing the toilet after they urinate. No, no. The mayor has issued an addict to stop people from dying. 
because dying. Yeah. Because there's no money to build another cemetery. <laughs> so he has people not to die in the inside the town and <laughs> And unfortunately, two people died. Oh. And I don't know what is the, like, the punishment for these people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because it's like that penalty. You can do that penalty. Is that true? Yes, of course. Wow, that's it's extraordinary. Actually, it's actually happened in Spain a couple of times as well. It's surprisingly common. You are against that penalty in this country. We are much more uh, forward, because we are against that, you know. <laughs> and, and talking about that, you know that uh, this is not a joke. In Italy, uh, you say here, like, especially in America, uh, in life, there are only two things certain, death and taxes. You say, in Italy, we just said only one thing, death. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. This is the way yeah, you say it. That no? makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chicago Hopeless, do you have a question for we, the hive mind? We do. So we have, we had sort of three questions because I feel like because of problematic American imperialism, there's so much known about the, the U.S. in certain ways. So we have a U.S.-based question a Jewish question, because I'm culturally Jewish, and then we also have a Muslim question. So we maybe wanted to ask you guys what, what one you most we, wanted to We hear. would like the Muslim question, please, except we'd Mus say Muslim question. It's a Muslim question about Hindu culture. <laughs> it's a good choice. So um, in the Hindu customs, it's uh, customary to bend down and touch a part of the elder. Which part? Feet. Why? But why? Why? <laughs> Follow-up question: Why? Show respect. Yay! <laughs> no extra points and respect. Yeah. Indifferenced. Can yes. we also have an American an question now? Sure. There is. What's a... the Jewish one? Oh, okay. The, the Jewish one is if you're in Skokie, Illinois, which is my hometown, very Jewish, and you're there, let's say at Rosh Hashanah, and a woman, let's say she's 65, turns to you and says, "Oi, I'm kafeling." Pass me the shmata. What is she most likely doing? She's sweating and she's hot and she wants some water. Okay, so basically that's correct. <laughs> Shmatova. Okay. Also, and then the American one is there's a chain. There's a business chain in the U.S. called Orphans of the Storm. What kind of business is it? Orphans of the Storm. Orphans of the Storm. Insurance. No, but that is an amazing answer. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just cultural stereotypes about being too positive, so I'll stop that. But no, wrong. What is the answer? Um, it's an animal shelter. Oh, oh orphans of the. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's that sweet shop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can go buy parsnips there. Okay, hive mind. Do you have a question for Frantesticue? In Israel, we often say something is on the face. What do we mean? On the face. It's something is on the face. Mm -hmm. It could be like that. It's. Fucking pertinent. Is it fucking pertinent? Is it fucking pertinent? No, it means it's awful or terrible. Oh, it's terrible. Do you know why it means that? I don't think anybody knows why, actually. It's on the face. Oh, that's so on the face. And it's the end of the round! Chicago Hopeless still have no points. <laughs> Fantastic, you still have five points, but the hive mind have 45 points. The next round is our World War II sexting round. 
During World War II, sweethearts sending each other telegrams would use acronyms to disguise the true nature of their communications because letters were being censored. So, for example, Norwich stood for Knickers off ready when I come home. <laughs> this is the round in which we realise that we didn't invent sexting, we didn't even invent YOLO, we haven't invented anything, we've just made the planet die. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I shouldn't ad-lib those. <laughs> On too little sleep. The teams have 30 seconds to work out the acronym. The acronym is Mexico City. Mexico City. Hopeless, what have we got? Man eats sexy icy cake off chest, penis, tits. Yum! Yum! <laughs> well done. Well done. Good work. Uh, do you have an entry? Yeah. Fran Testicute. Um, maybe eat Xanax if catheter opens, because I trust you. Oh. <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, Hive Mind, do you have an entry? Extension isn't currently operating correctly. I'll text you. Oh. <laughs> that's oh my God. gotta be points for creativity, Ned Sedgwick. Uh, the real one is may every kiss I can offer carry itself to you. Oh. But I like to hide minds better than that. <laughs> okay, so while Ned Sedgwick works out what kind of points he's going to give for creativity there, we're going to move on to the next round. The final round is the Smash the Patriarchy round. Hey! For our final round, we have just one question about a minority group who successfully rose up and managed to overcome their hardships and throw off the yoke of oppression, also known as the Stick It to the Man round. This round may only contain one question, but it is worth double points, so if you were the losing team, Chicago Hopeless, this may be your opportunity to stick it to the man, the hive mind. If you're in the lead, please understand you are now the man, the hive mind you've turned into the patriarchy while you weren't looking. That's what's happened. <laughs> Fingers on buzzers. How did Venetians grind the tourism industry to a halt in an attempt to regain control of their city in September this year? So topical. Chicago Hopeless. Shit in the canals. Did they defecate in the canals? To That would certainly get the tourists to go home. Uh, Frantesticu, you have uh, an Italian on your team. Something with pigeons we're going for. <laughs> yes, because it's full of pigeons. So I think they, they to attract tourism. No, no, no to, to block tourism. It's the local people rising up. They're going, we're sick, sick of all this of tourism. Tourists. We're sick of the oh, okay, okay, okay. council making money. We want to get rid of these tourists. What do they do to Pigeon massacre. Dumped the corpses in the canals. <laughs> yes. 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 Killed yes. pigeons yes. and dumped them in the canals. Yes. Okay. Hive mind. They sank it. What, sank the whole of Venice? <laughs> they sank Venice. Okay. Anything else? They changed all the signs to Scotland. <laughs> they changed the signs to say, welcome to Scotland. Uh, yes. They used the gondolas to make a traffic jam. Okay, anything else? Didn't control the floods, the annual floods. Oh, they didn't control the floods, okay. All right, so if you think it's didn't control the floods, Buzz now. If you think it's they sank Venice, the whole of Venice sank in September and we didn't hear about it, Buzz now. 
Um, no Twitter action, because Twitter was sunk. They changed the signs to Welcome to Scotland, Buzz Now. Well, they used the gondolas to create a traffic jam, Buzz Now. Uh, that is close. They swam in the canal blocking the cruise ships and blocked the streets with pushchairs and trolleys. Um, Ned Sedgwick? Yeah, well, given that the gondola is one of the main issues with the city in representation of tourism, I'm not going to give them the points. Right. Okay. And given they... Well, I won't say if they've already won, but <laughs> there was no way it was possible for another team to win going into this round. So. Okay, so it's the end of the show. <laughs> What are the scores, please, Ned? Chicago Hopeless kept it steady all show with no points. (laughs) They called themselves hopeless for a reason. They certainly did. Fantastic, you finished on five points. Boo, second place. Got a strong silver medal there, strong silver medal. And the Hive Mind won with 55 points. 55 points. So to the winners, we say, we see the sun on your back. And to the losers, we say, my pussycat will come to your tiny door. <laughs> Please give it up for Sonia Azmat, Sarah Barron, Jess Bustacue, Francesco Di Carlo, Ned Sedgwick and Pedro Corner, Mark Hodge on keyboard, here in the high find, I've been Deborah Francis, my good night. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Thank you. Okay, um, 